Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio. It's your buddy Big Chuck down here in Houston, Texas. Thank you for tuning in to your favorite sports of all sorts. And I'm right around the corner from your favorite guy, uh, Big Danny Lakey. Danny, out of the blue corner. What are you up to, buddy? How are you? Oh man, I'm doing fantastic. No complaints here. Looking good, man. You're looking good. Looking spiffy. That's my word of the week, and it pisses a lot of people off. Spiffy. <laughs> How so, are you doing today? Spiffy. How do I I'm look? Spiffy. spiffy. You look spiffy. That is a spiffy bow tie, sir. That is one spiffy cummerbund. That customer that called and said you were just spiffy. <laughs> that customer called and said you were spiffy and, and a stiffy. So, thank you for tuning in to the show. You know how to find us. Danny, what's the few rules and some of the places they can find us? Like us. What's the Share news us. going on? Tell your friends about us. Find us on Facebook at Old Guys Rule Radio. Find us at uh, on the web at oldguysruleradio.com. Email us at oldguysruleradio at yahoo. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. We are there. Just about anywhere. So, if you're here, you're here. But tell your friends about us. Uh, as you heard a few shows ago, we've got a whole new whopping selection of shirts that haven't went out to the co-person creator of the show, but they're here <laughs> in the box of my house. So um, that means I got I got to come down sometime this quarter. It's my it's my quarter to go to Houston, so I've got to start it making is, plans to get is. down I, get I, down there. I got a couple. I'm up a couple of trips, but you know it is what it is. We're we're uh, you know the funny thing is in the last few years before now. The uh, it's been pretty bad weather wise, hurricane wise, flood wise, and like like a hurricane, rock me like a hurricane. Danny showed up every year. <laughs> now we had the clearest. Sometimes so twice a year. Just yeah, there was a time when it was twice. So what a we're gonna get right into. A, if you've listened to the show, uh, favorite time of the year is now. I mean, football of all sorts has started. And, um, well, I gotta, I, I can't get going until I got to tell you about a couple things. All right. Well, my first couple things, my first thing is, so I've never really wanted to get old before, <laughs> but I, I caught a couple of movies lately and I, and, and over the years I've seen several movies and, and I caught a live version of it this week where it's not really so much a pet peeve. It's kind of an observation, I guess is that when you get to a certain age, a lot of stuff is really excused. Just, oh, oh. <laughs> like farting in public? Old Chuck. Oh, well, that was, well, that was actually one of them. So, like, <laughs> we're, we're, at our church, they were, they were doing the baptizal, baptismal, baptizing. Baptism? And so it's pretty, yeah, well, multiple. I don't know what the word is. Like flock, you know, the flock is getting baptized. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's pretty crowded in that area at the time. And, and and you always are gracious to the elderly, and you let them go in front of you. And it kind of slows up, and we're all kind of waiting to get through. And and Father Time crop dusted me to hell. <laughs> oh, my dude. Lay off the brown sugar, for God's sake. Is that ketchup? Is that ketchup? Did you have onion rings? Did you just have some onion rings for breakfast? Oh, my good Lord. Oh. 
So anyway, that was one of my pet peeves. But so, I think it's so, funny. So I have to ask, so because I had a boss once who he was like seventy. He was, I was working for a charity. He was the founder, right? Yeah. And I'm in his yeah. office and sitting here talking, and I hear him go, and I and I didn't say anything because yeah. you know you're not going to say anything, right? And then I right. smelt it, and I'm like, oh, holy hell! Do I congratulate him? Is it like me and you? I go, hey, dude, that's yeah. a five five, or because back dude, then I was like in my I was in my early or late thirties, you know? I was like, do you high five yeah. somebody for that? Well, I was worried that he that he, that he that he crapped his drawers. So I, I didn't want to congratulate him if he just blew a biscuit. Now, if he's you need, oops, I just crapped. You just crapped got my a pants. diaper on there, yeah. He's got a diapy. I mean, you know, hey, you do what you got to do. But if you don't, man, I mean, that's not that's not comfortable for anybody. Clean up on all four. Clean up on all four. So, but I do look. I, I hopefully I live long enough where it's like if you're at a restaurant. And you just randomly tell someone to eat crap and die. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Oh, that's just old Chuck. He comes here every Thursday night. That's his thing. His check comes in. He comes in here for a steak. If it isn't good, he's going to tell you off. He'll still give you a good tip. He'll here's probably your, tell you a funny Here's joke. your button. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're, you're in the eat, shit, and die category. Here's your button. <laughs> <laughs> that means he really likes you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did he take a swing at you? No. Oh, he loves you. It's yeah. only the people that he, if he takes a swing at you, he doesn't like it. So that was my, my, my observation slash kind of peeve of the week was, it's not that I, I want to get old. I just think it's going to be fun when we get there <laughs> yeah. to be able to play the old the old card. You know, you know, you play a lot of different cards in life. But in today's world, you really can't. you got to kind of play the old, uh, oh, oh, whiny baby. I want to start chewing tobacco again and like spit on somebody's shoes or something. (laughs) I don't know. I'm evil. I'm evil that way. I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since I've had to punch anybody in the in in the jejun. (laughs) (laughs) I have a. That's one of those great shots. If you don't know where it is, it's somewhere in the abdomen. And if you can hit as hard as I can, um, and Danny can, it just takes him a while to deliver that punch. but if you can hit that hard, you hit someone in the abdomen and they're not really that ready, they're gonna they're gonna either toot or they're gonna barf, and it's hilarious. It's just a great punch. It's a it's a it's on a semi pro. Uh, you've never thrown up? Has everybody any hit you in the jejun? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you again for tuning in. I, like I say, a lot of times it's a pet peeve. This week I just kind of wanted to show share my observation that you notice that uh, I'm always super courteous to the elderly and. And you know, just to, just to people in general, it's just my nature. But uh, um, I really next, I I was like looking for that elderly couple because that was on the way way to Bible study. So I was looking for that couple in church because I was going to say, because you know they sit the same place every week, and I was looking for them because you know payback is a real bleep. So right. anyway, thank you for tuning in. I got to tell you right now that I think one of the most exciting weekends of college. And pro football, we just witnessed. Oh, or was at a, least it was a hell of a week. Hell of a week. Would yeah. you at least say it had to have been one of the best first weekends of college? Of both. I mean, just I mean, in football. I mean, if you love football, football. Yes. from Thursday on, man, it was a hell of a week. It was awesome. Oh my god. You, oh my lord. You, 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 oh, there's so much to talk about. The game. Yeah. It was upsets. There was. There was. Oh, it was just full of. It, it was. Man, freaking fantastic! I gotta tell you. All right, so let, let's talk. I, uh, let's talk some pick results. We're gonna start with picks, okay? So today, that's okay, that's where yeah. we gotta go. We gotta do our picks for last week and this week. So I want to I want to go there because there's a lot to talk about. Oh my God, there's so much to talk about. Okay. But if indeed if 
you decided to make your bets based off of my picks, you were a fool and you lost money. <laughs> if you chose Chuck and you based your picks off of his picks, you were a fool and you lost even more money. So I won the week. I won seven games. Chuck won five. Five out of 16, seven out of 16. Nothing to brag about. We both sucked the whole highly hell. The greatest part about the whole week is for for winners, okay, for winners, Chuck and I both picked that the um, – oh, who – oh, the Ravens. Both of us picked the Ravens, and the Ravens won, all right? We also picked – the 49ers, the Titans, the Broncos, the Colts, and the Panthers. And four of them lost and one of them tied, which is still a loss. So right. so the ones that you and I picked together, we lost five of those. So if we're All in, so, so here's how it goes. If we're in agreement, don't go with us. If we root, <laughs> if we pick apart from one another, don't go with us. Figure it out. Just figure it out. Just don't go with us either so, way. Because um, you're going to be led the I, wrong way. From our past experience in week one. But I think that goes to the excitement of week one. Well, it was. Uh, three of those five he just mentioned were favorites. So a lot of times, if I am if I haven't read up too much on a team, I'm going to go with the favorites. And then, so I went with the favorites there. But I picked a lot of upset specials, just hoping it would be a special week of football. And it was a special week of football, all right. But it was just not special in my favorite. And that's, you know, you start out a season – and it takes you a couple of weeks to really see who's going to cover the spread and or who's going to really follow through and going to be a good team because there isn't any reason why Pittsburgh's up seven to seventeen to six and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals except I told you all several weeks ago not knowing that Harris was going to be injured so we'll get into that in a minute so I, I, I told you all the Steelers were better than you thought. They suffered some injuries, and I've got some updates on those when we get into the Steelers. Yeah, but I, I got to I got to ask. Cowboys had a tough time. Well, this yeah. this is a Steeler question because um, I well we're going to get into it in a minute with the Steelers, but I do want to know your thoughts on Trubisky because I don't think we ever ta- talked about Trubisky being the starter. And when I was at, heard he was a starter over some newbie or something like that, I was like, okay, we he's they're, they're not a, he's not a great quarterback, but. He's no. not a terrible look, quarterback, and terrible. on a and on no, a team with but on a team with a defense. Now, I, I was going to tell you that the Steeler game <laughs> is the epitome of defense wins championships and offense wins games because there was nothing about the Steeler offense that tried to win that game. And if the Steelers are uh, going to win a championship, it's going to be solely because of the defense. Well, so that's all true. Um, Trubisky looked fantastic in preseason. You know, there he was named the captain of the damn team. Or one of the co-captains. Um, he's got experience, but what he looked like was the reason why Chicago let him go. I mean, everything and everything he displayed was bad decision making. Um, it just was not good. Now, now, there's a lot to be said. He laid a Trubisky right on the field. Well, and, and, and let the Trubisky be known <laughs> that he really floated one. They were so their starting running back Harris was already injured. And they, they let him play because their second stringer was hurt and then their third stringer got hurt. So they were down to, like, a tight end and Najee Harris. That's all they had. And they were still trying to run the ball. So if that doesn't tell you how in the fourth quarter when the game was on the line, when they had field goals and all that stuff ready, remember, they really, truly were going to that. So, um, well, 
Uh, well, I guess we go back into our picks. Okay, yeah. Get into Steelers because right. that's like category three. So, so are there any? Ready, yeah. Or so are there right. any of the picks? Well, are, well hang, hang on, hang on. Chargers Were Chiefs. there any of the picks last week that you wanted to discuss? Any of the games that you wanted that uh, really surprised you? Or I really wanted to discuss the Steelers. There, you know, and we will. The, we'll get the to the Steelers, Steelers and the Cowboys. But anybody other than the Steelers and Cowboys? Was there anybody else well, you wanted to go um, after? I, I I really was surprised at the horrible coaching. Um, it's a new coach for the Denver Broncos yeah. um, with yeah. Russell Wilson, but it was absolutely just pitiful. The, the entire drive, there was no timeouts. Yeah. The, it, it, it was bad college coaching, and because Russell Wilson is who he is, he sat back and went, oh, I agree with the choice. Yeah. No, you're an all-star quarterback. You're, you're, you're probably a Hall of Famer, Wilson, but that's because you're classy. But so the first thing I'd like to say is that if you had a coach who coached anything other than me and you have Pee Wee and whatnot, right? Then that guy sucked. You would have won that game. That was a really <laughs> kind of a fun game to watch because there was a lot of hatred in the air, and you saw that that, that the Seahawks were playing above their level right. to beat the team, and they hated. So I got to first of all say about the Broncos Seahawks, fun game to watch. A lot of tough hits. A lot of tough defense. Couple injuries you don't like to see, but that's the first one I'd like to touch on. Was um, uh, truthfully, I, I was disgusted by the coaching. What about okay. you on that one? Oh I, no, I, I thought the coaching was pretty bad. I, I agree. I think Seattle played above their head. They had a lot more momentum going just because uh, Russell Wilson was back. So, um, but yeah, no, the Broncos look like crap, and they they should. They're a much better team than they should be. So I was very. Disappointed. It seemed like they are, and that's what I kind of read on. Um, so, uh, I will tell you also, man. Um, the Chiefs look like uh, the Chiefs look better. Yeah. So yeah. they've been holding on to that guy, and then I read about who they got, and so the Chiefs just looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick them because the Cardinals were kind of a sleeper of mine. Right. But the Chiefs look just—I I mean, you just sit back and go, "Oh my gosh, the, the, the dude! They they demolished a yeah. good team." So, all right. so that's so, when I got a comment. All right, I got a comment on this one. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like a Sunday morning. All right, so there's my Commodore co- song uh, because the, uh, the Washington football team. one of my favorite Sorry, songs. man. But the, hey, I said I would sing a Commodore song if the Washington team won. They won. So I gotta give props out to Thomas. My bad. Especially when the Cowboys look so bad. Uh, the Redskins won. Um, you know, and, it was a great and you game. Gotta for give them so, credit yeah. that the Redskins looked like they were fairly well coached. Wasn't a lot of penalties. Now they, um, they were playing they, they the Jaguars, but they beat the Jaguars. Fair, it's kind of like playing the Jets. The, you know, it's okay. It's, it's it's the fat girl moped thing. You know, they rode the moped. I, I, I and then the last one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, so if you don't know that joke, Danny, what's the joke? Most people don't know our jokes. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> what does a moped and a fat girl have in common? They're both fun to ride until your friends see you, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> And I had a moped for years. Yeah. I got plenty of pride, bro. So, and the last one I'll comment on before we get into the other stuff was um, the, Vi- the the Vikings gave it to the Packers. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, it really yeah. showed that. You don't think that Adams and the running back they lost uh, were a big deal to Aaron Rodgers and that team? And you got something coming. 
Yeah, Rodgers look like crap. The team the looks like crap. Vikings are a good yeah. team. You know yeah. that we all know the Vikings have a good defense. Their quarterback's a little bit tricky, Cousins. So you, you can't count the Vikings out of most games. Right. But they dealt they they dealt it to them. I mean, they they laid it to them hard by about fifteen. I don't know, fifteen or sixteen or something. So yeah, I got a comment on that one. That that was as bad of a beating as I've seen Aaron Rodgers take since Danica Patrick left him. <laughs> so, anyway, so, all right. So you want to get into it, Charger Chiefs? Because I have all mine written down. Who have you got? All right. Well, here. Ooh, hold on. I had mine written down, but not another. Not not the best favorite day at work. Hold on. That's no, all right. So, um, well, go ahead. Uh, I got uh, the Chargers Chiefs. Chiefs. I gotta go. I gotta go Chiefs. After week one, no man. Points, just Chiefs. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go Chiefs. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing points. We're just picking winners. Uh, Cowboys, Bengals, Bengals. Okay. I picked the Bengals, too, but I, I do have to throw this out there. Um, old Red, New Red, all right, uh, their backup, he doesn't need a 100-yard rusher to win. And if Joe Burrows throws four interceptions and turns the ball over five times, Dallas may pull this one out. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, as a comment on that um, – you remember that Burrow missed the entire preseason with a uh, with an appendectomy. Yeah, he did not play a down during the preseason, like practice during the last week. Yeah. So you, if you look at the whole game, um, and you, then you look at what I what, what my buddy Big Joe, Big Joe called it Burrow time. You know, you look at the fourth quarter. He drove them down the damn field. Yeah. And he put them in the position to win. Hey, so, my my, um, it was it was more of a joke because I was not I was not trying to claim. Like I said, I picked the Bengals to win, but if he throws four interceptions and fumbles the ball once, Dallas may win that game. But I think that's oh, what it's going to take for Dallas, Dallas to win. Dallas has got a good chance. I think even I think even Ezekiel Elliott could run for fifty yards. Okay, yeah, at least fifty or sixty. Okay, yeah. uh, Dolphins Ravens. Uh, now here's my upset special of the week: Dolphins. All right. I was going to say, as good as the Dolphins looked, I'm still going to go with the Ravens. Um, I just think they're going to win it. All right, Browns, Jets. Hold on one second. Um, I got to rewind to the Dolphins, Ravens. Yeah, go ahead. Um, a good friend of ours in the show, Jim, up in Fort Worth, is a diehard Ravens fan. I don't know why. He's from here, loves the Ravens, uh, always has. And they, they competed so much against my Steelers. For years, we worked for our old company together. It was beers and Sundays. That was kind of our days. We always had to have Sundays off because we'd just drink a lot of beer and watch. They, they played two <laughs> or three times a year. So, um, But I got some bad news for everybody. And the bad news is, is that uh, I don't like the feeling I have for uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, he, he put himself at risk by not getting a contract. And this is one of those things. I just got this bad feeling that I don't like where he's at right now. So I don't wish bad on anybody. I just want to tell everybody, you bet on the Ravens all you want. But if you want to bet on a bad thing, uh, let's just say a prayer for Jackson because he seems like an okay guy, um, that he doesn't get a severe injury because many times at this point in a career when someone's franchised and they're in that transition period, like Prescott with the ankle right before his thing. They just seem to be playing, trying to get that extra edge for a trade or a team to pay him a lot. So I just wanted to send positive thoughts out there to Jackson. Hopefully it doesn't happen to him. But for God's sakes, I have a feeling that there's going to be one of these weeks he gets a tweak or a broken something, and 
yeah. you know, screws up his thing. So. Yeah. All right. Next one. Uh, Browns who? Uh, that's going to be the Commanders and the Lions. They won I last you week. said Browns Jets or something. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Browns Jets. Browns Jets. So welcome to the Who Cares Bowl 2022. Yeah. Um, God, Lord. And the who knows who's going to win. So, uh, Browns because of the running game. Right, I got honestly. the Browns too. All right. So, the the uh, Commanders and the Lions. But if they God, lose this I'm week, go- <laughs> they'll be the Commodores so, again. Well, if they, if, the, if they win, the Commanders win this week, I'll sing the song. There you go. I'll sing it right. All right. I'll make y'all – I'll make your ears feel better for beers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to – Thomas – I, I was a little bit impressed with them. I'm not going to say they're, you know, Super Bowl winners, but you were right. They've got a fairly decent team. They built it up well. So I'll I'll stick. I'll go with the uh, Commanders. Wow, week. I'm going Lions. All right, so we split there. Uh, Colts Jags. Ooh, ooh, they Colts. All right, Saints Bucks. Bucks. All right. Uh, Giants Panthers. That was a little tougher. The Saints look pretty rough, uh, but they, they they have a. You know, here, here's the thing: Dallas is Dallas's defense is not a bad defense, and they put some pressure no, on Brady. Not. And so, yep. I think that Brady will score more than 19, especially as he gets into it. Uh, and I don't think this, I don't think the Saints' defense is good as Dallas's defense. The only reason that that game was 13, 19 to three is because the defense was good. That's it. Yeah, true. I mean, it should have been yeah. it, it, that that game should have been thirty four to three. I, I yeah. really should have. I mean, it, it was a butt whipping all over it. Nineteen to three wasn't even close, but that's where it was. All right, uh, Giants Panthers. Now here's a little mix up. Yeah, a lot of people are going Panthers because of whatnot, but the Giants the Giants pulled out their game and Saquon Barkley's uh, healthy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Giants this week. All right, I got to go with the Panthers. That's more of a of a personal feeling thing, not a, a game thing. All right, Pat Steelers. You don't even have to ask me. All right, who do you think I picked? With, with well, the Patriots. First of all, yeah. Anytime I have a hard time picking them, anyways. Knowing some people who really love that team, God bless you. But for me, um, <clears throat> definitely, even though right. they're playing in New England. All right, yeah. so yeah, I went with the Steelers too. So we're not there yet, okay? But I do have to okay. throw this out. So I have like the world's greatest wife because I've never had a show where I've not had a beer I've never tried. Right, and right before the show, I was like, oh my god. I don't have a beer. What was I thinking? And so she goes, I'm going to go to the liquor store and get you one. So she goes to the store and gets me one right before the show. And she's just coming back, and she's delivering me the beer. <laughs> and even better, come here, Jax. So I have a big dog who weighs about 1,000 pounds, actually weighs 100. And my wife, he has a backpack for when you go walking with him so he can work. <laughs> and my wife filled him up with beer. <laughs> Well, so I just got a dog delivery of beer from the world's greatest wife. For uh, so I have a beer for beer thirty. Thank you for the kiss. That's Jack. fantastic. So I am so that sorry for the, that. Might be the best story of the week. You got beer thirty, beer dog thirty, beer wife thirty. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. There you go. That's your Saint. That's he just went from being a great Dane to a Saint Bernard. That's right. He did. <laughs> And he walks right over to me and he gives me a big old kiss and I unload four beers. So I got a great dog, but I have the best wife in the world. All right. So let's get back to football. I just had to throw that out because that was fantastic. All right. Uh, Falcons, Rams. Uh, Rams. I'm with you on that. Uh, 49ers, Seahawks. 49ers, Seahawks. 
49ers. Yep, I'm there too. Uh, Broncos, Texans. Uh, Broncos. I had to go that way, even though the Texans pulled out last week. The I just, Texans? They got the they, tie they against played, the Colts, but I don't they, see them doing it again. They got a tie. They played about as good as they are. Yeah. You know, the Colts are a little better. They played fairly well. But that's I think that's a testament because it's a local team, so I'll talk a little bit about them. <laughs> I think that it's a testament to Lovey Smith. They brought in a very experienced coach whose system is fairly simple and successful, and it's easy to understand, and they've got veteran players. So I think that there was a couple of good things about that. But um, I, I was congratulatory to a few of the friends I have that are Texans fans saying that was about as good as your team has been in a few years Yeah, and attribute it to coaching and a couple of pickups. They had a hey, couple of good pickups. You know, you know what? Here's here's the thing. And this, if you're if you're a Texans fan, if you're from Houston and since you live down there, uh, and obviously you came from somewhere else, so your heart's elsewhere. But if you if you live in, in, in Houston and you're a Texans fan, you can compete this year. At, at least that was yep. com- that was competitive. You've got a competitive football team, and if they get better, you can have a fun year. I'm not saying you're going to make the playoffs, or but but you may win. You may win as many as you lose, or maybe one uh, one over 500. But hey, that's a that's a turn in the right direction. So that yeah, game right there, ladies and gentlemen, will sell more tickets than they sold all year last year. Yeah, almost beating the Colts, who are a playoff, probably yeah. a playoff team. Generally, right. year in year out, that was a, one of the biggest games they've. Biggest opening game they've had since back when they were a contender four years ago. So right. I agree, absolutely good point, Danny. Okay, Who's next, Texas. Uh, we've got the Cardinals and the Raiders. So you know that's kind of a pick 'em for me. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals are coming off getting it handed to them, and most times, as 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 you football fans out there, most times when you get it handed to you, the next the next week you're pretty pissed off. So I think that they'll be pretty pissed off, but they're playing at Las Vegas. Um, and Las Vegas is a pretty good team. So, I um, my my dear sister out there, uh, gotta go, uh, gotta go. I'm gonna go Raiders. Yeah, I went with the Raiders. The All Raiders. Right. The Raiders. All right. So we've got the. Pack. You know, you are a little Bermany. Go ahead. <laughs> we got the little pack better looking and the Bears, Packers and Bears. The, got- that's probably the toughest pick of the week for me, because the Bears played way above. Won a game they never should have won. Yeah. Packers play way, um, uh, Packers. I, you know what? I, I did the exact same, the same thing. It's like, do you go if they played? If they both played exactly like they did this week, I'm going with the Bears. But I don't think that's going to happen. Right. I don't think that I think the Bears that can keep it up, and I don't think the Packers can stay that. Three bad. players in the league right now that when they get pissed off, they're going to win. And even though he's older, yeah, when you get old, hippie, whatever he is, um, boy. I can still sling that thing. So Rogers is one of them. So Bills, just, well, I'm, I'm going to ring that one up. For... Okay, my heart says I want the Titans to win. I, I like the Titans. My my wife, that's her. When yeah. they're on TV, yeah. I get to watch football on the big TV now. So I got a bigger <laughs> TV. So I get to watch TV on the big TV because she likes the Titans. Um, my wife knows the Tannehill family for probably 25 years. Um, and knew Ryan Tannehill growing up. So, uh, but unfortunately, if you did not see the Buffalo Bills last week and you just heard about them, um, they are going to be about as tough of an out. Barn got several injuries. Their receiving crew looks fantastic. That quarterback of theirs, he's got that thing right now. So, Bills. All right. So, I've got the Eagles Vikings. This was my toughest pick. Was it really? Yeah. Okay, um, Eagles. 
Okay. I went with the Eagles, too. I mean, I thought the Vikings played really well last week. Here's the thing, and, and this, this just goes, this is me. If you give up 30 points, you're not a good football team. You don't have a good defense. The, the Eagles gave up way too many points to be considered a good team, um, but their offense is very good. So, basically, we knew their offense was going to be good. We thought they'd have a decent defense because they always have, and it doesn't look like they will. Um, so that's going to cause them problems. That's going to keep them out of deep playoff. That's going to keep them out of the Super Bowl, uh, which makes me very happy because I don't want the Eagles to win. Um, so there we go. So there's our pick for the week. So now we got to go to um, – uh, well, we were going to talk for some Steelers and some Cowboys, and we were just going to talk about so where we think things are. Well, the, the first thing I want to say is um, – one of the most exciting football games by attrition I've ever seen in my life. Um, the Steelers and the Bengals played till the end of overtime yeah. with a clonger. With they hit the upright. So this is what one of the funniest things ever was. Um, I'd conceded right. Burrow got the football. I didn't. I was really pissed off because the Steelers really looked good in the first half. Um, Burrow settled down. A lot of things happen, but then they get down there, and I hear it, the announcer stops, and he goes, um, "Well, a quick announcement: the starting long snapper for the Bengals was injured on the last play. So as they come out for the extra point, I don't know the guy's name. This guy hasn't snapped a ball in six years." Here comes backup tight end, whatever his name was, and here we go. The about half-second hesitation to get that long snap down, Micah Fitzpatrick come around the end and block the extra point. They just needed an extra point for the win. I'd thrown the burgers on the grill and went, man, that was an exciting game. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. And blocks that. Then they brought it down there, and they had a field goal for the win. Bad snap again. Steelers come down. They kick for the win. Clong. I got like 10 texts from people I know going, <laughs> dude, you need to just take a deep breath, Chuck. Take a deep breath. Don't break your new TV. Take a walk around the block. Do something. Breathe, big fella. Breathe, big fella. You know? So um, I have to tell you that that was really a super exciting game. They're, the Steelers in the first half will tell everybody um, – Better watch out. Better not cry. The Steelers aren't bad. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you why. Their defense is real. Uh, they, it is a real deal. Um, their offense. So if they uh, – my, my takeaways are going to be this. Um, the pectoral injury to uh, Watt is a, a, a two grades lower than originally thought. He's expected to play in two weeks. Yeah, I did, I did hear that. And, and probably yeah. the biggest news of the week yeah. was Watts. Watt did not tear his pec because if you do that, that's your season's over. It's surgery and you're just done. Yeah, and lots of therapy, lots of surgery. Right, right. And Harris is playing this week. If you saw the game, folks, not only was his leg injured before the game, but they laid him up and straightened him right back with that knee pin all the way back flat on the ground. And I thought that was his, you know, at least two or three years of his career. And he walked off the field, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's so good that that dude's like a second-year player yeah. and in pretty good shape. So big news for the Steelers. They got the win against you know our vaunted rival, 
Um, I, I think that there were some bad calls. I think that there were some issues in every, like there are every game, but it was a win and a win. Yeah. Now, last takeaway, and I'll let uh, I'll hand it over to you for a bit on that one was Mitchell Trubisky, dude. He dropped a big old Trubisky. He looked like yeah. He looked like turds when you're injured running back in the fourth quarter when you're going for the win. You're not throwing the ball with time running out because you're playing so bad. I I mean. From 1,500 miles away, I'm going, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. Bring in the rookie, dude. Right, Give so, him a shot. So, real quick, you know? talk about bad quarterback play because, I mean, I get what you're talking about. Get the rookie in there. Your defense is in there. Maybe when they play some bad teams that they could try it. I think you're right. So, uh, let me ask you this. Talking about bad quarterback play, 49ers, do you put Garoppolo, Garoppolo in? Absolutely. I would. Absolutely. Can you believe they I kept him out that long? No, no, no. So this is kind of a similar thing. I don't understand why, you know, you want you, you make a – I guess from leadership's perspective for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you made a big move and you called, named him one of the co-captains, you named him the starter, and you don't want to make yourself look like a flapping bunch of idiots. So to save face, you lose a football game? Yeah. Or do you say screw it and you give the rookie a chance to see – I mean, the rookie looked good in preseason too, and yeah. He, but the thing about Trubisky preseason, wasn't making smart, but he wasn't is, making smart football play. Right? No, he no, I get that. Smart but when play. you're talking about yeah, preseason, and, and, and all you got to do is use your athleticism. He wasn't running the ball when he had a chance to run. It. Yeah. He wasn't throwing short passes. He wasn't making good good reads. So, it you if you can't get any worse. So if your guy is playing like horse crap, then just put the other guy in for a little bit. Just to mix it up, put him in for a run and play. Put him in just to mix it up, stir things up, throw him off balance. You don't just go with the status quo when, with a minute and twelve seconds left for sixty yards to go, you're running up the middle because your quarterback's playing like such crap. No, that's bad coaching, and that's that, there's no way they should have won it. The Bengals deserve to win. Bengals fans, uncle, cousins out there in Ohio, Joe, Big Joe, all of you, you guys deserve that game because Burrow brought you back, and you're you're one. One long, one long crapper away from the win. So, on the other part, it's the same thing. I think it's a stronger argument in, in San Francisco. Just because he didn't sign and he didn't have a lot of time with the first, the first string, he could have made some of those plays. He is a good quarterback. I bring Garoppolo in the second half, the entire second. I mean, I, I might have brought him in the, in the second quarter, for God's sakes. Well, I mean, the, the whole point is, is that you've got a guy sitting on your bench who is taking a team to a Super Bowl. And you're going with it. Well, you're going with a shit sandwich. I'm, I, I'm just sorry, but that's what it is. So the question is: Is how long do they eat that crow in San Francisco before they put Garoppolo in? Because because we both well, picked the Niners to win, but I'm not sure yeah. Seattle can't beat them if the nine if the quarterback plays what we what we saw. Then our picks are really crap. Well, I, they got to bring them back. They've got to get them involved. Although you know they're trying, I think it's an opposite scenario now um you got to make a move when you got to make a move so in pittsburgh they didn't have a running game last week because right. of all the injuries right right so if they've got more of a running game to support take the pressure pressure off trubisky i think they're going to be okay preseason they did and preseason doesn't tell you a lot but right. the other thing i'll tell you is that pittsburgh offensive line didn't look as terrible as everybody predicted they weren't open to big holes but Najee harris is not a speedster he's got good speed but he's a power back and when you're injured and you're a power back 
you can be stopped. So, okay. but for the 49ers, it's a it's a quicker choice for me. You know, you got to pull that carpet. That's it's time. No, I, mean, I agree. Right now, I agree. They're 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 a Super Bowl contender from the get go this year, and you got to pull the carpet. So you got there is no saving face out there because they kept Garoppolo when they should have traded him. So get him in there, take the rookie, take this whatever he is, two years, second year guy, let him keep learning and keep him as your backup. He 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 didn't make bad decisions all the time. He just didn't play that great because he's not he, he's just not that good. So. That's on that one. Now we got to roll. Now, we got to move over to. No, actually, oh, it's, uh, it's our wait, favorite wait time of the it's show, our, man. We we got we got business to do. I saw the big clock on the wall. So, double A double O, something. B double A double R U N. Run, beer run. B double A double R U N. Beer run. All we need is ten and five or cars and key and an Uber driver. B double A double R U N. Beer is good. I'm gonna sing my 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 beer song is beer is good. Beer is good. Let's drink beer. Beer is good. Let's drink beer. Beer is good. All right. So, thank you again. We haven't talked about the show a whole lot, and been so busy with football, not a lot of dad jokes. So I'll fire a couple right off my my cuff here after beer thirty. But thank you for tuning in to Old Guys Real Radio. It's Chuck and Danny. We're having a blast. We're flapping out more facts and stats about football than you ever thought. And I'm I'm gonna get a little tangy here because college football's up next. So, um, just to tell you. Uh, I think a new friend of our show, my neighbor, Mr. V, um, I was out doing the yard, and uh, it was hotter than hotter than bacon out there, man. I, and I love bacon, but uh, I, I'd mowed edge, I drained my my hot tub, I'd uh, I'd filled up the hot tub, I'd done the grass again. I bought, I ordered some stuff from a weed site to green up my grass. I mean, I'd been out there three or four hours, and I was ready, really ready for a uh, yard beer, as Danny calls them, famous yard beer. And I had really good beer in the fridge. I had my. I always have that Budweiser next. That's kind of my go-to because okay, that's not calorie, really good beer. But, that's low-calorie beer, but that's not really well, good it's, beer. Uh, so uh, wait, wait, wait. So <laughs> I had beer in my fridge. Okay, there you but go. That's yeah, not really. So that's beer that I drink and can get away with it without killing me. Yes, there, there you so go. So that's there. There's a good evaluation. Life-saving beer. Tastes like crap. Does the job but is very low in all the stuff I can yeah. have. But I didn't beer. have any good I didn't have any good yard beer. So my neighbor goes, Hey man, you wanna have a beer with me? I was like, Well of course I want to have a beer with you. And so he brings over and so He brought over my favorite Corona. kind. Free. What? Free? Yeah. Yes. Was it cold? Yeah. And so he cut What was it cold? Uh it was That's my but second favorite. A problem. Free, then so, cold. Okay. After that we'll talk flavors. Right. But free and cold. All right, so, so you want to bring me beer free cold. All right. Okay, Danny, go ahead. Tell me about your beer. For <laughs> no, that's it. No, I can't no. Get a fucking word free and beer. Uh, free and cold is my beer. favorite beer. It was nice. It was no, nice. Okay. I appreciate it. So, no, no, no. No, go ahead. <laughs> free and cold. Come on. So, what, what flavor was it? Let, let us know. So, Mr. V brought over a – he saw that I was drinking, uh, laboring and chugging down a couple of uh, those Bud Light extras. Or next. And Bud Light yeah, next. Yeah. And so he goes, here, man. Look at this one. I go, what's that? And he goes, that's the Corona. It's called Premier. It's also low carb, low calorie, and uh, it's very close to the stats on your your Budweiser. There, I go. Yeah. All right, man. But what is the thing for me about Corona? So, there. If I, I like a Corona, you gotta have a line. I actually, for a while, 
you have to have a line. <laughs> it's not you need to have one. Yeah. So he brings me one over, ice cold. He opens one. He opens one, hands it to me. And I'm looking, and I'm like, nothing? And he goes, what do you mean, nothing? I was like, dude, there's got to be a green or yellow thing in here. This is just going to be Corona, and Corona's not that great. So what I want to compare it to is the, the line of beers I've been trying, ladies and gentlemen, or all these locale, you know, normal kind of uh, Troy Aikman 8. So with lime, so like here, Danny, yeah. with big jug <laughs> of lime. So I – I Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't have a lime. He has a jug of lime. Lime flavor. Jug That's fantastic. Lime juice, yes. Because <laughs> I'm lazier than the average lime eating person. So, no, no, truthfully, that was just in my fridge. I, my wife That's wanted awesome. Some, um, That's she wanted awesome. some chicken with, with some marinade. So that, I used lime and lemon juices marinade last week. So I go and, and I, I get it, and I was just so thankful. I chug about half of it down. And what happens when you drink a Corona without lime? You go... Hey man, thank you. Yeah. Then you walk inside and you grab your jug of lime and you walk over to your nice neighbor and you go, "Come here, man." <laughs> he goes, "I don't need that. You know, we don't have to drink it with that." Not to cast any dispersions. I was like, "Well, I do. I, if I don't have a lime or a lemon in my Corona Light or my Corona Premier, then I'm not going to drink it." So, without any type of lemon or lime, it's a Corona. All right. With it, that's the funny part. Is it you taste the lime? So you don't taste the diet beer, you taste the damn lime. <laughs> so by far and above, and I'll take a drink here for the show. It is by far and above the winner of the diet beer contest I've been on because you don't taste the beer, you taste the lime. So <laughs> Corona Premier, alone, no lime. I'm going to do a, a keep it Corona premiere with lime. I'm going to give it a chug it, bro. All right. Outstanding. <laughs> That's awesome. As he chugs it. So he, he really did. As I chugged the damn thing. I really did. All right. Okay. So my wife went out because I told her to, I, I kind of gave her some instructions on how to find something I hadn't drank. Told her to focus on Oktoberfest, something that had just recently came in. So she brought me a hacker Hacker Peshore, P-S-C-H-O-R-R. For our friends in Germany, this is brewed in Munich. It is an Oktoberfest Marzahn. So, uh, and brewed in Munich. Because we do have the the friends in Germany, so we are trying a a beer from Germany. If we said it wrong, send us an email, let us know. Hacker Peshore. (laughs) Peshore. I hope I'm saying Hmm. it right. says, since 1417... Through today, Hacker Pchore is uh, considered the special beer for heavenly day-to-day moments. We call it Heaven in Bavaria. You call it Hacker Pchore. All right? So, wow. And it says on the bottom, original feast beer filtered. So, October Feast Marzon. So, here we go. And it's five point. Uh, 8% by alcohol alcohol by volume. Now, I will tell you this. Because of inflation, right? We all know that inflation is going up, and you've heard about the packaging crisis. And if you hadn't, 
retailers are not wanting to raise the price on products, so they're reducing the size of the package, right? So if you used to buy a 16-ounce package of chip, it's like 14.3 ounces, but it looks the same. You just get less product in it, and they don't charge any less, right? A whole lot less product. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So... And it, due to inflation, the Germans have taken the 12-ounce normal bottle, and it is now an 11.2-ounce bottle. So inflation has hit, and has hit Hacker Bajor. But it is a good-colored beer. It's a dark, ambered beer. It's not like a, a dark beer. It's just a, a very dark amber. Uh, it smells, honestly, like a German beer. <laughs> And it tastes like a German beer. So it's a Matson. Uh, no, it's a good beer. I'm going to give it a drink it. Uh, I will drink the four that the dog brought up. And if he brings up two more on the next trip, I'll drink those too. That's that's a good beer. Uh, it's a solid Oktoberfest, so I'm going to give it a drink it. Uh, the Hacker Pachor from Munich. And if I ever make it out to Germany, then you guys can teach me what a real German beer is like if you don't like this one. But otherwise, well, drink why, it. Why we want... Why we want to have you guys invite us to Germany is we want to come out there for Oktoberfest, and so you can show us how to drink like ten gallons of beer, and we can probably do it, and you know, for four or five more years. So you got to get us out there quick before we do get too old to chug <laughs> down with you, because we can both chug down. Uh, but but get us out there soon. Send us plane tickets. Send us an email of your address. We'll be there, dude. Okay, we I get, will drink you I, under I get, the table. I got to figure out like. like Old Aunt Mabel, you sons of bitches. Hey, you know what? I'll buy my own ticket if you'll just give me a place to stay. I can afford to yeah. get there. I just can't afford to live there. So if you'll give me a place yeah. to crash for a week, uh, we'll Send come us down. Address, yeah. Show us where we're going to be. And, and uh, with your gracious things, we'll probably even pay a lot of the price of the beer for the fest. That's right. And we will drink, drink, drink. Yeah, so, but I won't, eat your, I, won't, I won't eat the blood sausage. No, uh, Sorry. that's not my thing. Right. Thanks to the old guys' real radio. It's Chuck and Danny. We're having a great time. Oh, Danny. Um, so my ex tried to humiliate me in front of a bunch of her friends. So she yelled out uh, how useless I was in bed. <laughs> I wish you could have seen her face when they all disagreed. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Uh, sorry, man. Uh, and then this is just a little quick hitter because we got to go to college football. And everybody get ready. And we got to finish up with the Cowboys, Danny. too. Oh, well, we got a Cowboy. Well, so we're going to do Cowboys and college football. If you want to see Danny's face get red, um, it's going to get red during both these things. Just a little bit. Not too much. He's not too high strung. So um, I was trying to write my friend a pers- personal email. And, and I, re- I was wondering, is butt cheeks one word or should I spread them apart? <laughs> 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 all right, oh, all right I'm good. Right? I don't I want just, that email. Yeah. I hope I'm not that friend. No, no, no. no. And, and it was to my colonoscopist or whatever he's called. Uh, I just I was saying, hey, man, what do I need to do here? Got to reschedule. I got a question for you. And I said that, and he was a nice guy. And he was like, that was probably the funniest butt joke I've ever heard. And I go, I like it. I like, I like so, it a lot. So, so I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta tell you when you're talking about a colonoscopist, I have a friend who's a colon rectal surgeon, right? And when you say this guy had a sense of humor, I, my, my father asked him because it was one of his best friends. He asked him, he said, why did you become a colon rectal surgeon? And he said, because all muscles pull, right? But if you know how the mm-hmm. sphincter works, 
it's kind of a circular closure. You know, like if you've ever watched Stargate and and you see how the iris closes and it comes in like a little spiral circle, that's how your sphincter works. He said it's a different muscle right. than everywhere else in your well, it's it's a different muscle than everywhere else in your body. So when you're talking about people who are way smarter than the rest of us, this guy, it was because it was more difficult and different than anything else on the body. That's why he got into his sphincter. But he had a great sense of humor and so my dad worked in a printing company and brought him some business cards and the business cards like up in the top corner it looks like it's like a little sun or something but it's not a sun it's a sphincter yeah right and and it, it was like and i won't tell i won't tell the doctor's name but dr so-and-so and so-and-so um md colon and rectal specialist you know uh, we fix your waterworks. We fix leaky pipes, drainage running. We got you. You know, yeah. <laughs> if it if it's coming out black and oozy, we can fix it. We'll plug it. We stop. Just the whole thing on the business card, and it put his real name, his real phone number on there, and he had a big enough sense of humor that it. Now he didn't give them to everybody, obviously, but to friends and stuff. But over a period of Certain about ten years, people, yeah. yeah, he passed out all five hundred of the cards my father made him with all these little silly That's things. Funny. So yeah, so the card and, and he had a sign up and one of his favorite ones, and it, it's there's it's a picture, it's a, a cartoon of a guy bent over, and the doctor has you know like the little light on his on his forehead, right? And he's looking at the nurse and the nurse has a tray and on the tray it says Bud Light. And he says, no, Miss Jones, I said Butt Light. (laughs) (laughs) And he had that posted in his office. So colorectal surgeons are guys that have great sense of humor and probably way smarter than you or I will ever want to be. So... That that's not ever would have been a career path that I would have said that's what I got to do. Yeah, I know. but we for, I don't know how we got. Well, I guess we got from turds and buttholes to Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Great segue. It is. Hey-oh. It works because so, now you said I'd get read about this, and and the thing is, is that I did not pick the Cowboys to win their division. Therefore, why would I be read that they suck? It's kind of like at the beginning of each season Rangers. for the last six seasons, I've said the Rangers sucked, and they have. So what's the big deal? Um, now I have to. There, there's a couple things. We all know that I think Dak was way overpaid, right? But now I've got another Which, question. We both said that for years, yeah, right? But now I've got another question. Did Dallas just choke the chicken by giving him that contract? Because is he is he injury prone? Because you do know he's missed forty percent of the games in the last four years. That's a lot, and. Game one, and and I I get that it's a freak accident. And he broke it, but he keep how many? I just got to ask you, how many bones have you broken in your life? Does breaking the same one count? Well, I mean, like what? How many? Just in general, how many times have you had to wear a cast? Uh, seven, six, six, uh, six, and five, were you doing five. ridiculous stuff? Uh, um, um <laughs> no, I mean, it was mostly sports or boxing related. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, now, the, the, well, the, so wait, wait, now casts one, two, three, four. So five casts, but I, I've broken all of my fingers and one of my thumbs. Now on your fingers, is that from punching people and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, mostly. Mostly. Look, Some I, was a couple so times work, I, but I guess what all, I'm trying to get fingers, at. So it's, but it's not, it's, 
Well, I think what we're trying to get at is that some people do, uh, those they, injuries occur to them, and, and, and it's, it happens. It's not that they're, it, 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 this is not that you are weak or a wimp. It's that your no. body is prone to accidents. I've broke one bone in my life. It was my index finger on my glove hand in baseball, right? And I right. only chipped a fraction of the bone where the the joint comes in on your middle knuckle. There's a joint on one end. On the other end, it's got like a little Y that comes around it. And I chipped a tip of it off. And what I was doing is I was diving for a ball. My finger hit the ground and bent back 180 degrees. <laughs> and so when I came up, my finger's pointing at me. And I only chipped a fraction of the bone off of that finger. That's the only bone I've ever broke. Played football, I've torn, I've torn ACLs, I've torn MCLs. I don't even have them, you know. So well, I, I, I'm just saying. I think but, that but those, Dak, those injuries are even worse than a break in most cases. But but when Dak you tear the ACLs is injured, yeah. But. Well, and those are different injuries. But but well, hell, I didn't know it for 30 years that I'd done it. So I mean, I played, I did it. In, in high school, I played the rest of that year. I didn't know it for another 10, 10, 15 years, I think, before I knew that I broke that it was torn. My point is, is that with Dak, he's missed 40% of his games because he's got problems with breaking things. And so is he brittle, and is he going to be a liability to this team because he can't stay healthy? Right. I think you're right. I think that what he's shown um, – a, an opposite young, youngish, younger quarterback will be someone like Wilson, where he doesn't put himself. Although he runs and he's fairly physical, he, he's smarter with his body and putting himself at risk. So, one injury last year after seven years, Prescott now two operable injuries in you know three seasons. So, once you get somebody who's prone like that. Unfortunately, that's kind of how they you find that they're going to continue. We've always said we root for Prescott. We've always said we think he's a great love guy. Love the guy. Yeah, but, love the guy. But 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 like a lot of folks we know, love the guy just ain't doing the job, bro. So uh-huh. um, my question. So for so you, had he played go- the whole game? It. Had he played the whole game? Yeah. Final in that game, nineteen to three. Oh. Maybe nineteen to six. I mean, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, he played like shit. He looked like crap. Well, he played horrible, and then he gets the hurt. offensive line was not good. The running game was not good. He didn't have people open very often. You saw that the defense was playing well. That is not well. a good football so, team. No, not right now. That is not a good football team. That's not a good product. So it wasn't just all Prescott, but you can't pull him. You know, at that point of the game to protect him, the playoffs aren't there. It's not going to get week 16 or whatever. So you got to let him play. And it was a little bit of a freaky, and you know, how it ended, got injured. It was one of those contact, whoopsie daisy things. Yeah. But, but truthfully, um, he's like that, Danny. Prescott is kind of reckless with the abandon because he's hurt his hand before. And that was, it was a little small operation, like three or two weeks out or whatever. And the good news for you Cowboys fans is that that's, this sounds like the same. Now, they may be just saying it to try to mellow everybody out and the odds makers and people buying tickets, but they said that it's not as bad of a break. He had surgery that like within 12 hours, and he may play in two weeks. I don't <sighs> think so. I think he's out four to six weeks or more. Um, so I, I, I said this about the Steelers about three years ago, buddy. And ladies and gentlemen, I said this to you. 
uh, Mondo, all my Steelers friends, all my Cowboys friends and family that are Cowboys fans. The Steelers needed to start looking about three years ago with Ben Roethlisberger. And they needed to find the replacement back then, not this year. So it's We just signed Dak to what, a 10-year deal? A 10-year, a very big contract. $400 million, something like that. I mean, we signed him to a long-term contract. And that's why I said, you think he's going to hamstring this this franchise for the next six, eight years? Because I, I no, think no. I think gotta, I think he's they, just they got to go another direction. Yeah, I he's agree. He's too frail, and they're not um, going to. His body's they got too much. They got, they got too they, much guaranteed money tied up in the guy. They're they're they got to get someone else. They got to build. They've got to do what they did. Uh, you know, it was kind of in the Tony Romo era, offensive line, get him some talent. But another big factor is that. You know, oh well, we lost Cooper and we lost this other receiver for to the trade, uh, and they went to another team. Well, guess what? That's all about time. They watched You've got them people go. They've got to cover. They watched them go. They had to let him go yeah. because they paid because they paid Dak forty million and they paid so Zeke much money seventeen we million. Talked about that. They could not yep. keep Amari Cooper, and this is a bad team because of bad decisions and overpaying talent. So anyway, so what's Dallas that is doomed for to? Dallas is what's bad for the next five years. To? What's that come down to? Dallas is a bad team for the next five years. No, no. Who's Andy, fault? Jerry Jones. The question. No, Jerry no. Jones. Yes, it, it, it's leadership or lack. Jerry of Jones leadership. is the Jerry's best old and, owner. Old and just he is the best owner in all of football. He is probably the worst general manager in he all is. of football, and right. the owner needs to fire the damn general manager, and he won't. They need Jordan Love or Ty- Taylor Heineke or Tyrod Taylor, three quarterbacks that that they could deal for and they could get somebody in. Those are three guys that aren't locked down to their teams that they're at right now. So I looked up three names of people who they could reach out and actually make some deals for. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll do a little moving. Uh, Jordan Love with a strong quarterback draft coming up. He hadn't done anything or proved himself in the Packers. But uh, Heineke, I think, I, I can't really say his name right. It's a weird name. That's the one I target from the, from the commander. Because he's second slash third string, but he was he wants to be a starter, and you need a guy like that right now for the Cowboys. Because we hurt. all know yeah. Cooper Rush, you know he's not going to be able to do yeah. it. He he can hand the ball off. He can he can, he might be able to pick up a, something with his legs, but he's 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 not he's fairly frail. He you know he's not as young as he was. So Cowboys real big trouble. So yeah. um, best luck to you Cowboy fans out there. I hope they make a good move. Now I want to talk a little bit about um, my new favorite college football team. Um, and they're just amazing. The Appalachian State Mountaineers. <laughs> this one hurts a little bit more. Yes. So the reason I say this, so in week one, uh, UNC, which is a top 30, 35 team, uh, fo- college football-wise, um, they're always top of the you know, top 10 basketball-wise. But they've had a solid – they were top 10 uh, in football. Well, they played – we had a conversation – about two weeks ago and a little bit last week, about why are the big name teams playing these crappers? Hey, A and M, and so it, it, we we did, and we talked about it was to give money to the smaller programs to keep them viable. A and M paid right. Appalachian State one point five million dollars to come to College Station, embarrass them, and kick their ass. 
Well, no, 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 let's just take a step back. No, the thing about that. Wait, 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 that's true. But you have to look at the fact is, is that they aren't a division two. They're division one now. Um, they, they upset, they all, they should have beat UNC the work week about, before. About every so four or five six, years they, they scored, somebody, yeah. they scored 61 points in their last game. Um, their running game is fantastic. They've got a tough offensive line and a big, strong runner. So, the, the, if you, I saw half of the game. It was not a fluke. <laughs> they got that ball with six minutes left. They didn't give the ball up, yeah. and they didn't score. So they drove that ball down the field and crammed it down the throat. And I don't care any level yeah. of football. If you can run more than five minutes off the clock, and you you're in trouble. You got to get that ball back. You know, so you, you can know, say whatever you want about whatever you want. But a- Appalachian State, they're the first team that I I scream out to the country says. They need to be in the top twenty-five, even though they're one of the newest Division One football teams. I think. I think you know when you're talking about how many points they scored the week before. I do think it shows how decent A&M's defense is because that's a damn good running team. Yeah. I mean, that's a team that hung sixty-one really points is. the week before. So I mean, that's a team that can score yeah. a lot of points. A&M held them to seventeen. Now they couldn't keep them from marching. If that makes sense, yes. But uh, which ate up clock, which hurts them, which which is what caused them to lose. So credit Appalachian State because they can play both games, the high score and the we're just going to grind it out. Uh, but I think but it's my, something the for a and didn't give up those big giant plays. So you know, my 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 dear brother Danny across the room from me right now, Mister Aggie, Mr. yeah. Aggie, uh, he, he, I was like, dude, did you hear what happened? He's like, uh, what no. Did I miss? Because this is just a chump game. There's no reason to watch Appalachian State against my boys. Uh, yeah, man, I think you uh, – there's about 30 seconds left. I think you might want to look into what's going on with your boys, fool. I think they're going to they're gonna drop to – so that was – for me, that wasn't the biggest upset of the, of, the, uh, of, the, uh, of the season. But that was proof positive that a team was built the right way but they were brought in as a smaller team, and they probably doubled their income for their football program by playing AM. And they pulled that damn thing yeah. off. So, congratulations. Good for them. Good sorry, for them. For, sorry for you. Sorry for you. And a- um, A&M, a couple of- AM has more quarterback problems. I mean, you know, just because they do. they're using the quarterback that they had that started two games last year and they got hurt. Right, and yeah. the guy that finished out the season went to LSU, and then they got the LSU quarterback to come to AM and he didn't wind up starting. Yeah. They went back with the original starter. So now the question is going to be who's going to start for AM Because if they look yeah. that bad offensively and they're only scoring 14 points, uh, that quarterback's going to go, and they're going to go with the guy that came out of LSU. So a yeah. And maybe is they good. should have already, but they're down to number 24. Yeah, they're down to number 24 in the they, country. I would have I would have started him closer to about 18 or 19. I don't think I would have put him up at six. So I think his six, they were yeah, kind of a pretender. Me too. Uh, me too. So, I think so. You know, they 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 can they can still pull it together. But all right. So what was your biggest upset? My biggest upset, Louis. Well, you said you it didn't wasn't. See Notre, you didn't. There you are. You yeah. Well, Dame. the next one we got to we got to deal with that one because that's another small school well, go that on. goes into a major go school. On. Well, so Marshall. Talk, talk to me, small. We are yeah. Marshall. Marshall beat Notre Dame. 26 to 21. Now, the difference between Marshall and Appalachian State. Appalachian State upset, I don't remember who it was, about eight years ago. 
and Couple got several years uh, ago, yeah, yeah, and put their name on the map, and then about four years ago did it again. And so then they got into that's how they got from Division Two to Division One, and yes, they're a weak Division One team. They got some good coaching, good talent, good program. They just are not the big stuff yet, but they they have that in there. Marshall literally has not upset anybody since the plane crash. I mean, seriously. No. Since, since, and then what's that been? 30, 40 years, thirty years. Since then, Marshall's not upset anybody, and they go and and I believe they went into Notre Dame, touchdown Jesus. And they beat their butt twenty six to twenty one. And man, how fantastic is that for a small school? You know, that's that's the one that you know. You, I, I I was in disbelief. One Notre Dame ranked. Two they they've played well the last few years. A lot a lot of reasons you'd be a betting man would have put money on them in a yeah. minute. But that was the one I was surprised the most with. For the week, there still was a couple other big upsets around the college football yeah. world, but those those two were the ones that stand out. But I think that that was one of the biggest upsets in the last. I mean, I don't know, several years at least. That's um, huge because they uh, not ranked. You know, really haven't had any type of name, but they do now. And what's that do for a program that was in decline since the movie, probably four yeah. or five years ago, yeah. with Matt Matthew Blow Conaghy? So. Um, I'm excited for them. Um, I, I would say that for a lot, I have a lot of Notre Dame friends too. I would say for the Notre Dame friends I have, that's that's a really big blow. And it, it, to me, the funny thing about Notre Dame for me in the last decade is it seems like they don't have any balls. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude. They're ranked high. They've got good talent. They make it late into the season. And they always seem to fall apart. It's just me, but it seems like they always seem to fall apart. So, and that's the thing. I love Notre Dame. I've always been a Notre Dame fan. Um, you know, from back in the days when their helmets were different and they were a gritty team and Rudy and all that kind of shit. But the, it seems to me that they've carried that allure over and that toughness, and they don't have that toughness anymore. It seems like like teams like Michigan and. Well, there's lots of other teams that are out there that have that that toughness that they were known for. They've got the talent; they're a good team. But whenever they get to the peak, Notre Dame seems to fold up like an army tent. All right, so so I guess probably because I know we gotta we gotta start wrapping it up. Maybe the last topic we can talk about is the near upset. This week, Alabama got their butt kicked by Texas. They they did. There's no reason Alabama should have won that game. You know, nope. it, it, it's kind of sad. At the end of the first half, Texas missed a field goal. That's three points off the board. But prior to that, Dude. which forced a field goal, was that there were Dude. two pass interference <laughs> plays that would have been a touchdown, net the yeah. pass interference, which ate up yeah. so much clock they could only field goal. So because so Alabama got away with it, and then there was uh, what should have been a safety. And a whole colossal mistake of plays, which at least allowed for a punt, and Texas got yeah. the ball. But it should have been twelve. You know, you think that they lost by one. That should have been twelve to ten, and then go down and kick their field goal or whatever they're going to do. So, right. and they lost their starting quarterback in the first half, and still put the beat down on Alabama. And still so, almost, and, and so. So I my was question, really yeah. proud for you, Texas fans. Go ahead, Danny. Well, the no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. 
that was definitely a well it looked like the best coach texas team i've seen in probably five to six years getting rid of max strong a while back and starting the process over it looked like paid off because alabama's always as good as you're going to get bro and texas had their number but they also they were beating them at the point of attack that's the thing that you don't see very often with alabama because their size and their strength that you don't see anybody really be able to compete with them on the ball and texas was texas was giving it to them and they they did they beat them they game planned them all the things you can say texas had that game and i told my beautiful wife we were out to lunch and i said honey that field goal right there that series of plays and then the first two bad calls like you just said and then him missing that field goal i'll bet you they lose by less than a field goal and she's like no and i go yep. i'm telling you right yeah. now yeah. how things work alabama's got mojo texas hasn't had it they've out looks like they're out playing them they're better on the ball and sure enough so i congratulate texas i mean they got up in the top 25 now yeah um, yeah they're, that they're point, 21 i think i think alabama might have taken a little more of a slide but you know what's going to happen. I mean, it's Nick Saban, not to be rude. They're going to get into the playoff. They're going to go into the playoff, and then they're going to probably play for the championship because it's Alabama and it's Nick Saban. And they'll do it unless there's three other undefeated teams. They're going to get in there, blah, 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 blah. So, so well, now that has something to do with the SEC. But let me let me just say this because because this is just my feeling. Alabama fell to second, which they're, they certain the way Georgia has played, Georgia has looked better than Alabama, <clears throat> no, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Alabama didn't fall further. I would have put them four or five after that loss. They got beat. I know they won on the scoreboard, and and wins and losses count for the end of the year. So it's not like I want to take the loss away. I'm saying when you're watching the game, they got beat. They didn't lose that game. They got beat. And that's Anybody out there who plays sports or any type of sport, there are times you've played a game and you haven't won the game, but you beat their butts. And it happens in sports where boxing or football or the scoreboard doesn't lie about who goes goes home with a W. Correct. But I know there's been probably five boxing matches I was in that I didn't win. But I know who was hiding from me and running from me. They just outpointed me because they were a they were a better boxer. But they ran and they jabbed and they scored more amateur points. But they had to run from me, and so those were the ones where it's like, all right, just like this. You know who won that fight, you little punk. You ran away from me and you kept away from me and everything went your way. Guess what? You're lucky I, you, you were able to run from me. So that's what I think about. There was one of those things where they, they ran out of there, happy to run out of there with that little victory with that last-second field goal. Oh, yeah. But what an exciting time for college football sure. and professional football. Totally a blow-up, man. I mean, this it, we needed it. I mean, with all that's going on in this darn country, um, we really needed it. So. Uh, man, it's just awesome. A couple other things before we finish up today. I've got a, I've got a beautiful wife who needs my help tonight. So I'm going to throw these to you, and then uh, I've got a little final thought. So Mike Trout, do we love him or do we hate him? Uh, you know what? I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, he got a big-ass contract with the Angels. Uh, I think he's performed and played well for a long time for him. I, I so think he's I a pretty class him. act. I, I can't hate I the usually, guy. I don't know enough well, about but him. I, but. Usually, I usually judge people by, the, you know, the, the big names. Are they a pretty class act? You know, do they carry themselves? Do they represent the sport well? The reason I ask is that it looks like 
He's got a chance tomorrow because they're off today. He's got a chance to break the all-time record of home runs in consecutive games. He homered in his seventh consecutive game the other day. And we've all heard about uh, Trout. And I've always kind of liked him, man. He seems very affable, uh, uber-talented, definitely going to be a Hall of Famer and all that stuff. So um, one of the things is one of the things I'm going to bring up on our show from now on is do we love him or do we hate him? So I got to say I I love him. I love that fact. I, I wish him I'll well. I'd like to see him do it. Um, so now the next one, as we start to warm it down a little bit, because the ba- Major League playoffs are coming up. we got to hit Major League uh, Baseball. We're going to hit baseball hard next week, uh, our predictions for the playoffs, our predictions for the championship. Um, so Aaron Judge, um, do we love him or do we hate him? You know what? I'm, I'm on the fence because yeah. he is ridiculously talented, and I don't I, – I hate – the Yankees. I don't know enough yeah. about him to know if he's a good guy or not. Well, see, that's the but weird part about him. I think he may be. Too. I mean, for what I've heard, I think he may be a good guy, which would I think make he's me actually hate a him. really pretty cool I mean, dude. Love him, yeah. So I, I don't. I don't hate him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say maybe not love him. Yeah, I don't know enough I, about him. Exactly. But they're comparing his streak right now. He's got a chance to break the the uh, New York Yankees all time home run record, which is really substantial. Sure. So they're saying, is he better? now than Babe Ruth was in his time. And I'm like, you know, let him go pitch a couple of games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let, let, him, exactly. let him go win 20 games and hit 50 home runs. Let's see how he does there. Let's play some Otami rules with him. So, and he's and he, it's today's game also. He's probably one of the bigger dudes in baseball and kind of a big, you know, big muscle, yeah. big guy. Um, Ruth was just a, just, just a weird athlete. Cigar smoking, beer swilling. Gotta love him. All right, Went so, out there so played, Babe Ruth. What he loved, so. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Did he ever have uh, a no hitter or not? Uh, yes. He no, was, wait. No, he no no he did not. Not on his own, but he was a part of one. No, he was a part of. Okay, a yes. No, he did you did know about not. that? No, I know he did not on his own. Correct. I did not know that. But but he was the starting pitcher of a no hitter. The relievers no hit after he left. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the, be- here's the best part. Do you know when he left? When he left? If oh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a fourth inning. No. If I'm not mistaken, oh. after the first batter, I believe oh. he either hit him or walked him, argued yeah. with the ref, got tossed, and then the oh, relievers behind him – Threw a no hitter. <laughs> I don't believe he got an out. I, I believe he left with a man on first, if I'm not mistaken. Now I, I could be wrong on some of the facts, but the bottom line is I guarantee you he left in the first inning and it was because That's he got funny. he was bitching oh, yeah. about balls and strikes and the guys behind him threw a no hitter. So That's awesome. Babe Ruth but does have a, a combined no hitter, but he right. yeah, well he was a starting pitcher, but he recorded right. no outs. That's awesome. <laughs> the 27 so no out. Thank yeah. you, everybody, for tuning in today. Um, so we've had a couple things going. We're talking about our bike drive down here in Houston and our and Danny's uh, great, great deal that they've started and is going to happen up up north. Um, but I just want to take a moment um, in my final thought. For, like I said, thank you for tuning in, Danny. Thank you so much. Great show. Lots of fun. Football's my favorite. Um, we're going to have – we've got so much for you next week. We've got a show already – set up and plan um but 
I didn't forget. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, I was injured from work. Uh, and as long as I didn't go do very much, I didn't really have any limitations. The job I had, um, they paid me my full uh, pay, full salary. Um, but I was just home. So the night before, I used to love Malibu coconut rum. And so I leaned into a bottle of that pretty well. And uh, there was there was some there was some, uh, some some football and some baseball on. So and I had my PlayStation. And so I, I was I was sleeping in. My ex wife had went to work. And I had this 340-pound TV. It was the Fred Flintstone TV. It was the biggest color TV in 1980, and it still ran. And it was on my my dresser. And she uh, she called me on my flip phone. No, it wasn't even a flip. It was just a, a Motorola. Remember before flip phones, it was just a phone, small phone, cell phone. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. called me, and she's like, "Why aren't you answering?" I go, "I can't hear the phone." She goes, "You need to wake up." I was like, "What?" She goes, "Turn on the TV." You're going to want to see what's on TV. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? Because you're still sleeping? I said, well, no, I mean, I got up and ate, had a cigarette. And, yeah, I'm back in bed now. She goes, oh, you need to turn on the TV. And uh, that, that, that was right after that day was the day, I think, probably six months in America was as close as a country as they've ever been. And that's a 9-11 memorial 21st year just came and passed. So I ask you all to think about the tens of thousands. We only lost two or three thousand that day, and that's that's tragic. But we lost thousands more from the after effects of that damn event. So um, bless all of them for their service, and, and bless all the families for their loss. Prayers and thoughts to them. But never forget, isn't something that's fake. And we all give up on our country, and we're all letting all these. Antifa and other lives matter, but you know what matters is America. God bless America. God bless this beautiful country of ours that we are so privileged to live in. We've got food and water, and it's because of all the sacrifices of people like my nephew in North Carolina. Thank you for your service, and all of you service members, policemen, and first responders. Thank you for all of your service. So today's show is dedicated to not just 9/11, but all of those people that go out every day and face the bad guys and keep us safe. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Go to our website for a bunch more jokes and t-shirts. Nothing like getting free t-shirts. Uh, 